0: I really can't think of a better person for the job of telling us what to do and think other than the leader of China. Um, hopefully this episode right here will keep me out the gulag. And I'm not going to spoon feed you, but I'm going to let you smell what's cooking. Good morning, good morning, and welcome to Granola and Gunpowder. I am your host, Aaron. Um, once again operating without the lovely Victoria, but she is here in spirit because I know she would back me up on everything I'm about to say. Um, I was at work for another 12-hour shift, and um, I have kind of got inspired or... I don't know if it's inspired is the right word, but at a moment of enlightenment. Um, I've touched on some of this stuff earlier about uh, social media, the government, blah, blah, blah. And uh, there is a small part of me that worries that one day I'm going to get like picked up or something. And so I've decided to go ahead and take care of this problem before it happens. Um, I just want to go on record saying that I think the leader of China um, is one of the best looking people I've ever seen. I mean, his physical features are just striking. And he has such an aura, such a charisma about him. And, um, I mean, if I was going to be, you know, led by somebody just, um, you know, without questioning any reasoning behind what I was being told to do or think, I would want it to be a person like him. I mean, he is the person for the job. He's got experience. And, um, you know, it seems like as time goes on, we want to be told what to think and we want to be told what to be afraid of and we want to be told what to get upset about and what to be happy about, what to be concerned about. And I really can't think of a better person for the job of telling us what to do and think other than the leader of China. He's already made himself leader for life um, in China, which, you know, I don't know hard numbers, but um, I'll say like 3 billion people, you know, and uh 3 billion people and then you know you couple that with the fact of uh you know how efficiently he runs his regime um you, know, you don't hear of any bullshit going on in china you know i mean those guys they worked through this covid thing i mean they uh you know they persevered they overcame um they don't let Smog or um, environmental disasters stop them. Um, they don't let social conscience stop them. It's just and you know, they are just kicking ass each and every day, and I gotta think a lot of it is um, quality of their leadership, you know, so I just want to go on record, especially in a digital format, something that's going to be probably scoured by supercomputers once the inevitable takeover of our country by China happens. They figure out who to throw in the gulag and who to keep. Um, hopefully this episode right here will keep me out the gulag. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, I don't mind wearing a pantsuit. I can, I can do a pantsuit day in and day out, baby. I can uh, hold the party line. So I just wanted to get that out there. Before, uh, I said something that, you know, got me in trouble. I didn't want people to think I'm like some sort of dissident. Not at all. Not at all. I am for conformity and, um, you know, get in line or, you know, up against the wall. Um, man, there was so much more to this when I was on watch and I was Oh, man, can you imagine if he took over the United States? China took over the United States? I mean, let's think about it. Homeless problem, gone. All right? Just homeless are gone. Immediately rounded up, disappear. Um, Either put into some labor camps and, you know, something positive done with their lives or... Um, Maybe their biological matter will feed some sort of machine or, you know, they can be donated for stem cell research. Um, I don't know. But if anybody's going to find a good use for the homeless, it is the leader of China. And, um, yeah, I think he would go clean up Skid Row, um, take care of the water quality issue in Flint, Um. The infrastructure in the United States, no problem. Unemployment, gone. Everybody would be employed. Everybody would have a job. Everybody, you know, and um, this system they have now, I don't know if you all know about it. They test kids like when they're like seven years old. And it's a very, essentially, your life path is chosen By how well you do on this test at seven years old, which I think is awesome because at seven years old, you're really too young to understand the ramifications. So you're really not going to feel the stress that you would say if you were like 18, you know, but let's be honest. We can pick out who belongs in college, who needs to dig ditches, who needs to plant corn, we know all that shit. We don't need to wait till everybody's 18 and give them a bunch of false hope. So you know these guys got it figured out. They test the kids when they're good and young, seven years old, and hey, your life, you know, all of the anxiety of what am I going to be, non-existent. All right, your 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 decision is made for you. All you got to do is sit back and perform, and I, I that's got to be refreshing. I mean. Really, I mean, think about it. I mean, we all tout, you know, uh, freedom and democracy, but let's all be honest: it really doesn't work. We all know it. I mean, fuck! Look at the last eight years, Jesus Christ! I mean, we elected Donald Trump. Um, we evidently created the largest threat to national security inside our own borders with these domestic terrorists. And I mean, you know, they did storm the Capitol, um, at the encouragement of the President of the United States. You know, I mean, I guess they should have had better judgment. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna take some direction from somebody, you want them to be reputable, you want them to be trustworthy. Certainly, the person that holds the highest office in the land would not qualify as um, somebody you should listen to. So, yeah, I mean, to me, that's the proof is in the pudding. Fellas, this democracy thing does not work. Um, Yeah. Communism is where it's at. I mean, let's be honest, get on board. Um, Yeah. I mean, I just, you know, that shit's played out. The 1776, give me liberty or give you death, okay, we will. Not a problem. You know, there's too many of us around anyway. And, uh, I mean, let's be honest, you know, the ones that are doing all the rabble rousing, the same ones causing all the pollution, driving the diesel trucks. And uh, just generally, they're not nice people. They're, They're really not. So, you know we're better off without them better off without them. We are better off with a bunch of people that um you know don't mind taking some direction and uh yeah, I'm looking forward I think we have a bright future. I really do I think we have a bright future all right, enough about um the glorious leader of China. My next topic was it hit me today that um. You know, I was talking about in this last episode to try not to get upset about things you have no control over. And, you know, how um, a lot of our fears and anxiety are spoon fed to us through our phones. And this COVID thing is a big one. Um, And it's a real it's a real threat. It's it's something to be scared of. And um, these mask mandates should be taken very seriously. Um, You know, if you're not vaccinated, you damn sure should get vaccinated. If you don't, you clearly do not care about yourself or your fellow man. And then it hit me, man. There has been a group of people left behind in all of this. You know, we get so caught up in ourselves and. Local problems. We, sometimes we fail to think globally. And there are tribes in the Amazon that have never come in contact with modern society. I mean, they see them in the jungle. They'll fly over in planes and they'll be shooting arrows at the planes. These people are running around the jungle without mask And completely unvaccinated. And I, for one... I mean, if they are not the least among us, who is? No running water, no political system, no government to take care of them. I mean, if anybody needs to take be taken care of, it is these people. So I suggest we get together a special team. Um, it'll have to be special forces units. These guys are not going to get vi- vaccinated voluntarily, even though... In the end, they will realize it was for the best. Um, But initially, they're going to put up some resistance. Um, They did shoot a missionary dead with a bunch of arrows. Uh, He was just trying to save their soul. So we're trying to save their life. Um, And I I have a feeling they are going to meet our Special Forces team with the same amount of hostility as they did the missionary. So... These guys need to be well-trained and also um, – should I say this? I think they all need to be people of color. The entire team that's going to vaccinate these people, need all of them need to be people of color. Because there is the chance that we will introduce them to something that really will kill them. And will probably wipe out the entire tribe and – Whitey has done enough of that. Um, we don't need that on our, we got enough on our conscience, you know? So, you know, in the name of uh, diversity and, uh, you know, we need to spread, spread the sphere of influence to beyond just Caucasians. We are not the only people that can colonize people and tell people what to think and what religion they should have and what decisions should be made in regard to their health care. All right. This is not just a white person thing. This is everybody thing. And um, we need to bring everybody in and get them all involved. All right. Um, You know, I probably struggled a little bit That's last podcast. I don't know. I had three really good ideas and they were all kind of interwoven if you were paying attention. I didn't spoon feed you. I'm not going to spoon feed you, but I'm going to let you smell what's cooking. Because a lot of times I haven't eaten it yet. I'm just like trying to figure it out and these are like half baked ideas that are coming out of me um it will require you to use your brain which is a good thing you know um i think our target audience is you know, people that can think critically um can listen to somebody say some really ignorant shit and and then figure out what uh, what's useful and and what's incorrect, and, and maybe what's uh, some of it may be correct. But anyway, you know it's kind of like a Easter egg hunt. You got to find the nuggets of truth. Um, and I think it's good. I think it's a good mental exercise for for everybody. Um, for me and um for the listening audience. Um, also in my previous episode, or two ago, two episodes ago, I talked about some crazy dreams that I had had. And how I had had a dream about somebody. And then when I woke up, I realized I didn't know them. And then I ended up meeting them later on that day. But I met them first in my dream and it freaked me out. And it was a weird thing. Well, I told this story to a friend of mine and he told me about a similar experience where he dreamed about a girl he had never met. And then the next day he met her and she ended up being his first girlfriend and these are wild stories and I want to hear more of them so um, if anybody has Instagram uh, granola and gunpowder has an account find it send me a message I want to hear about your dream I want to hear about freaky things that have happened in real life that happen maybe they already happened in your dream Or, you know, just something like that. Um, Give me some good shit. And I'll probably talk about it in a future episode. I promise I will not use anybody's name. Um, Just like I did with uh, my friend I just talked about. Um, I'll keep them anonymous. But I think that's a fascinating subject. Dreams are one of my favorite subjects of all time. And... It's insane to me that you close your eyes and then your brain can create this entire world. I, I've i had dreams so vivid. One time I was, I was being shot at and I was rolling through a parking garage. I was rolling from car to car, like underneath the cars, trying to evade this gunman. And the shells from his gun were bouncing off the concrete and I was counting them because I knew what kind of gun he had. I knew how many rounds he had. And once he ran out of bullets, then I jumped out from under the car and, you know, made my escape. But, man, I mean, that dream was so, so, so vivid. And, um, you know, it's like your your brain makes these, like, mini movies while you're asleep. It's crazy. And then to have things happen in your mind that haven't happened in the real world yet. And then all of a sudden it does happen in the real world after the fact. Man, that's some next level shit. So I want to hear about it. If y'all have any examples, um, and also I want to have, I want to know anything that's supernatural, um, anything that can't be explained. You know, some sort of sixth sense, premonitions, um, déjà vu, uh, all this. Weird kooky shit. We're gonna mix up some granola in this gunpowder. Even though we don't have Vic here, we're gonna we're gonna try to make our own soup. How about that? So uh yeah, give me something to work with. Go on Instagram, drop me a quick message, and um I'd appreciate it. Um I hope y'all hope you enjoyed this episode. I did. If um I'm gonna give a shout out to a guy named Tim Dillon. He's a stand up comic. And the beginning of this podcast, I must say, was inspired by his work. I can't say that I would have come up with any of that. Well, I would have come up with it on my own. I did come up with it on it was original material. The way it was presented in this podcast episode, I couldn't help but feel like I was channeling my inner Tim Dillon. He has his own podcast, the Tim Dillon Show. He's one of the funniest people Alive that I know of. Um, it gives less fucks than any other person on any social platform that I know of. And I love them. So check out the Tim Dillon show because even though I didn't copy him, I felt like I was. So I felt like I need to give him a shout out and I'm a fan of his. So, you know, anyway, if anybody wants some comedic relief um, i will tell you this he's very dark very sarcastic um, yeah if you if you want to pick me up don't listen to him go somewhere else but if you're already in a good mood and you think you can take some dark humor because um, he is hilarious but man he can go dark and stay there for a long time anyway all right boys and girls yeah that's a that's a wrap